When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Podcast. We're back. It's been a few weeks, but we're back because there's a lot going on in the association as we near closer to NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, The the, the conferences are starting to take shape, and there's just a lot going on. Steph Curry got ejected for throwing his mouthpiece. Like, why does he do that? (laughs) Uh, Adam and TJ, as always, join me here in the Rich Eisen Show studios. What's up, guys? We're back in the studio here. It's very cold right now. I'm kind of shivering, but I know I shouldn't shouldn't be complaining because there's people in Chicago watching this, so <laughs> I got to stop complaining. But yeah, that's that's what's going on right now. It's a little cold we're in here, back, but it's all TJ, good. TJ, what's up, man? I mean, you know, we're joining you. I thought we were. That, that was a, combi- a combination. I know, we're of all, all together. Of this, you, know, you know, I, I welcome it, us, it, and you're <laughs> here, and, and I'm here. You are uh, there. Here's the deal. Let me tell you what people don't pay for. Okay. People don't pay to go to a basketball game to see Steph Curry get thrown out for tossing the mouthpiece. That is one thing that nobody pays hard-earned American dollars for. Okay? Let me just tell you that. Like, what what are they doing? Why are you throwing out Steph? True. I mean, Dave Time dropped 60 last day. Kind of a low-key, like, good association. Yeah, man. Oh, absolutely. You know, you had Ben Simmons coming back to Philly last night. And I got a a bone. That's a real thing? That happened? Oh, yeah, it happened. I got a bone to pick with you, Brockman, because yesterday you said something that left me so dumbfounded when we went off the air, I couldn't even address it. So I decided to address it now. Yesterday I brought up Embiid and we talked about why he's not getting any MVP love. Uh And you said, well, tell your team to do better. And it was and we went off air and I was dumbfounded because the Sixers are in second place. They're currently on a six game winning streak. You're right. So how the 30 and 16. So how could they be doing any better? The man is just it, he is dumb. That's true. All right. So yeah. I'm here for you now. So why isn't Embiid getting MVP love? I have no idea. The man's been runner up two years in a row. So you figure that would mean that his next step would be the ascent to the crown. Joker's balling and his team's in no. first place. But the fact of the matter is he won MVPs before and his team wasn't doing that well. So I, I don't know what the criteria is like like Isaiah Thomas said Embiid fits the criteria I don't know why he's not been chosen yet yeah I guess we I could just uh start here Adam uh, does it seem like Jokic has already been crowned MVP this year kind of feels that way doesn't it I don't believe so because okay. I don't I don't to me the NBA writers whoever's associated with voting they're not going to give Jokic three MVPs in a row. I just do not see that happening really? at all. I just don't see it He's happening. He's minus money as a favorite. He's minus really? 150 right now. Wow. Then it's Luka plus 375. Then Embiid and Tatum are plus 900. So we got a massive jump. There's a big gap between Joker and Doncic for second place. And then a big jump between second and third and fourth. Tatum and Embiid, 9-1. Giannis 13 to 1, and then a huge jump out to Ja Morant 30 to 1. You've got to be pounding the table for your guy, Jason Tatum, right now. They have the best record in the league. He's never won MVP before. He's improved greatly since last year, and last year he had a fantastic season. How is this guy not 
the odds-on favorite to be the MVP right now, Chris. You want to know what it is? It's because Jalen Brown is almost just as good. Jalen Brown's averaging 27, 7, 3. He's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. He's a phenomenal player. You can make a case to the best duo in the NBA. Uh, Tatum's at 31 a game. I totally agree with you. Tatum has gotten better every single year in the league, which is crazy because TJ... I'm sorry, man. He's only 24 years old. You don't have to keep reminding me of these <laughs> things, man. He's 24 years old. <laughs> I know. He gets better every single year. It's frustrating. He's so don't good. Do that to TJ. And like I said, an improvement every single year, right? He goes from 14 points to 16 points a game in his rookie to second year. Big jump in his third year, 23. Then he was 26, 27 the last two years, now 31. He's really taken the leap. He was first-team All-NBA last year. He's proven himself. He's now going to be in this perennial MVP talk every single year now. With a new coach also. We have to mention that. With a new coach. Look, it's been awesome what the Celtics have done the last two games, notwithstanding. Kind of a weird thing where we can't beat the Magic, which is really weird. But people were pointing out uh, in 07-08 with the uh, championship team, uh, they struggled against a couple of poor teams, so it's kind of whatever, but... Yeah, look, I don't know. I know. I know we started here with Embiid. Let's get back to Embiid. I think I think Tatum is the MVP right now, but Brown's success kind of splits the vote in a weird way, if that makes sense. Luka's, the, the Mavs record I don't think will ever actually be good enough for Luka to no. win MVP, even though he's maybe the best player in the NBA. But, I, TJ, the, the Sixers are just flying so under the radar. Under the, which is fine. I, I'm okay with that. Where you don't even think about them like, Oh, they have the second best record in the East. Like yeah. they're thirty-one and sixteen. Like that's phenomenal. Why aren't we talking about Embiid? I don't know, but we should. I don't know either. It's you know you watch that game. First of all, you know you, you had the Ben Simmons game come back, so that was that was interesting yesterday. What happened? Did you guys pound them? Last well, night? no, it was like uh, it was a close game. Oh, what really? was the final score? Let me bring up the final score. I was locked up in, in new bed Here, duty last night. I saw it was it was, was, it, was one, it was a first of all it was a high scoring game, guys. It was one thirty seven, one thirty three. Damn, uh, with no Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie balled, um, of course. Embiid just did you know he did his normal thing. He had uh, actually here's something that happened. I want to point out. I don't know. The Sixers are going to keep doing this, but I kind of like it. Tyrese Maxey came off the bench, and he's been six, man. Oh, he had 27 27 off yeah. the bench because Milton's been balling. So Maxey obviously is a starter in this league, but if you're going to put this guy on the second unit, man, that's just going to be. 30 and 10 from Kyrie last night. 30 and 10 Kyrie balled. He got, in, got into it with some fans sitting courtside. It was great. But still no Durant. Um, so, like, how. Nick Claxton like, surprisingly held. I mean, he, he did well against MP, MB last night. It was it was a pretty funny thing to watch. But MB was bully balling, <laughs> bully balling a lot in that game. And you could tell there, there's still some dislike between him and Ben Simmons there. Yeah. And Ben caught himself guarding Joe. Uh, at various points, especially in the beginning of the game, and MB just like put the shoulder down. He did the thing, Chris, that I'm always wanting him to do: stop shooting from 23 out, get your big butt underneath the underneath the rim, and put in work. And he was doing that last night yeah, to the man. tune of what did he finish with? 26 and 10, yeah. six of 18 minus from six, the field, a minus 16 for Ben Simmons. <laughs> you know, yeah. What did Ben have? He, he had 12, 12, yeah. he had 12, yeah. five and five. You know, he. And by the way, hey, whatever. For, that's for, probably what. They'll probably would be happy with that out of yeah, bed every day, a, especially high twenties minutes. It, I mean, that's it, when Kevin crazy. comes back, you know. So 
Yeah, but and we have to talk about uh, James Harden also. He's really starting to figure it out. Yep. And if you look at his stats the last few games, he had a bad game against the Clippers, only six points. But you look at these numbers, 23.7 assists last night, 16, 10, and 14 against Portland, 24, 7, 13 against the Lakers. So yep. he's really trying, starting to figure out his role with that team. And, and they're clicking on all cylinders right now. It's fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, Philly looks great. I mean, to, for them to kind of leapfrog uh, Milwaukee there, TJ. In the yeah, every, everyone's yeah. Happy, healthy right now. Um, Pretty impressive. I, I'm happy with the really playing and, uh, you know, Definitely on a positive yeah, I mean, look, note going it, into it the uh, All Star break. An absolute dogfight in the East. Yeah, the second half of the down, season is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Just that top four: Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. I mean, we can look at the schedule and see how many times those teams play each other. Those matchups are going to be must see because look, th- those are more likely. I-, I can't see Cleveland breaking through once Durant comes back. Those are going to be your top four seeds in some order in the East. And it's look who gets home court advantage. Throughout the playoffs, that's really going to matter uh, to see who comes out and makes it to the finals. Well, and you even see a team like the Miami Heat, who started the season playing terribly, and they're picking it up now. And I'm not saying they will win the East, but that's a team you do not want to face in the playoffs, especially if they have a healthy Bam, a healthy Jimmy Butler. That team, that team could go, you know, the distance. Yeah, they're playoff tested. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I was just going to say that they're battle tested, man, and they have absolute warriors on that team have kind of been through the grind since the bubble yeah. when they made it all the way to the final the bubble finals and then the last couple of years you know taking boston to seven games like the nba is fun this year nba the, is the, really fun the, the playoffs are going to be incredible yeah there's so many good matchups potentially yeah but before we get there there's the all-star stuff so let's hit on this real quick before we talk about uh, tj's favorite team the la lakers um <laughs> It just came out, so the last few years, I forget when they started it. Uh, About three, four years ago. With the guys picking their teams, so, they, they, so they there's t- no longer the fan voting mm-hmm. for uh, the rosters. But, I mean, fan voting the for fan the voting, rosters, yes. but not the teams themselves. We go with the two captains, yeah. and the last few years, it's been Steph and LeBron. I know KD's been KD in there, been in there yeah. and uh, they just pick their teams, and they do it on Turner, and it's, it's a really good time. I, I've really enjoyed it. But one of the wrinkles, everyone was like, oh, man, it would be cool if... They did it on the court before the game. They're actually doing it. This is so exciting. I think this is going to be so great. Rich kind of poo-pooed it on the big show, yeah. which I guess I understand coming from where he, you know, how he grew up, whatever. You're the last guy <laughs> picked for kickball. Like, it, it's a, kind of a bummer, right? You don't want to be that guy. But if you're in the top 24 players in the NBA, TJ, if you go last, so what? Yeah, exactly. You like laugh that. all the way to the bank. But I think this is going to be so fun. It's going to just kind of create a little edge to the game, I feel like. I don't know. I'm into it. What do you guys think? I mean, it's like playing the pickup ball. We, we've all done that. Yeah. You're back at the Y. You're back at the, you know, you're, Open you're back gym, at whatever. Booker T. Washington and Altoona, you know, wherever you want to do it. And you, you roll up on the court and you call, you call next and then you kind of try to assemble your team assemble with your the guys team. that are coming in. So right. this is going to be great. I'm assuming, I, I believe LeBron was obviously the, the high um, vote getter. And then I would assume maybe it was Giannis in the East. I'd have to, I'd have to double check. If, if I'm not mistaken, do the fans still... Choose the starters, though. I feel yeah, like they, 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 uh, the fans choose the twenty-four. Uh, okay. Yeah, the fans just choose the player. Then or the twenty or the thirty. I, I don't know who chooses this. I guess maybe the coaches. Uh, that's a good question. I don't. 
the fans just get you into the game, and then yeah. I think that's it for fan participation. But yeah, man, think about it. You're going but how are, are they gonna do that? Are we literally gonna have the whole pomp and circumstance because that's what the All Star Game oh, is. You know, you got sure. you have your, your your Drake coming out, and you got your dancers, and you got some comedians, and you have the intros, right? And you might have guys break dancing, and you you might have the Blue Man Group. You yeah. just never know <laughs> who's gonna show up. I'm sure you know DJ Khaled is gonna be there because he's everywhere. Yeah, and so then, it looks like it's either LeBron and it's LeBron, and, and then either Giannis or K- KD, whichever finishes. Okay, so two. KD, I heard, does want to make it back for the game. So, yeah. so is that it? So we sit there, right? Yeah. So we have twenty-four guys, and then two guys step forward, LeBron and this is say, and then they pick KD, the team. and then LeBron gets the first pick yep. because he had the most votes. Now, does LeBron go? I'll take one, or I'll take two, three. They figure that out. But you tell me. Packed house, millions and millions watching on TV. You have guys lined up with just tank tops on and a and a a table full of jerseys, and yes. LeBron goes, I yes. want you, and you come and you pick your jersey up like and, and then I, and Durant's like, I want you. Is that how we're doing it? And I then for the first, let's go. Let's I do really it. For the so. first yeah. time they they assemble like five minutes later and go, Okay, we're a team, let's try to run some plays. Like, how's that going? Yeah, that's amazing. So here we go. This is how it goes, guys. The top three front court, so it's just front court. There's no uh center for you know what I mean it's not broken up. It's three front court players, two guards in each conference. Those are your starters. Okay. The the leading vote getters from each conference serving as captains. Fan vote is fifty percent, media ballot twenty-five percent. And then a player's ballot is the other twenty five percent. That's how Ooh. that's how the all stars are picked. Okay. And then the reserve for the starters. And then reserves are chosen by the coaches. And then seven player panel picks the rest of the team. I love this because it takes it back to the playground, like we've said. Yeah. That's that's just fun. And who knows if you're the last player picks, maybe there's a, s- a certain type of vengeance you have, and you go off and you become the all star MVP. Yeah. Because. It's a lot more personal when it's when it's in person. You're seeing it happen live, and That's I think exactly, it's going yeah. to be so fun. Exactly what this I said is awesome, to Rich yeah. yesterday because he was yeah. totally opposed to it. I'm like, no. He goes, what about the guy who's picked last? I'm like, that's your, that's the best story. Laurie Markkanen gets picked last, and guess what? Now he's got 29 and 12, and he wins All Star Game MVP. That's your story. That's a great story, you know, but Rich did not see it that way. Also, we should, we should have a, I was, I was going to say that the, there should be a hype man also that like when a player gets pitched, like, oh, you didn't pick Steph. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you could be sure that. there will be. Yeah. Look, yeah. think about this. They might get my man to come down from Rucker Park and think handle about all that. How exactly. Much, how much drama there is in the NBA on a given night. And you know, TNT, they love drama. And you so. know, well hey. done. And you know, like guys don't like each other. Not everybody likes each other in this league. It's well, that, that's that's where you're wrong, Chris. Remember, we're in the league now where everybody does get along. I know. So I hate that. I gotta think there's some look. level of pettiness somewhere. So like, oh, you did this to my boy, or you slept with my girl. You know what I mean, <laughs> like, hey, oh yeah, I'm not picking you. What are you crazy? You're going like, you would save a guy for the last. Who was it? Was it last year? or The year before? Somebody got picked last, and they were super pissed about it. Well, remember the one year that nobody wanted to pick Harden for some reason, right. and he let him go last. Is like, what I mean. Like, it's awesome. This is going to be so great. I can't wait. I can't. It's such a great idea. It's going to be very interesting. I'm glad to see how this plays I'm out. I'm glad they picked it up. Okay, uh, let's get into it, TJ, because I said something that you didn't like pre-show the other day. And um, About Troy Aikman and Tony Romo? That's not a basketball discussion, though. <laughs> I stand by that. Um, about, about LeBron and the all-time okay, points yeah. thing. I just I need you to convince me why this is a big deal. Yeah, Adam, Chris Brockman yesterday was saying that it's not I don't really think it's that big of a deal that LeBron's breaking the all-time scoring record 
which is that's so. Not, that's not exactly what I said. Well, what you, you I, said I it, it wasn't that big of a deal compared to well, yes, because compared to other sports, like basketball, what's basketball's sacred record? It's a hundred well, point game, yeah. right? Yeah. That's kind of it. That's kind of all the ba- basketball has. Football doesn't really have anything. It was kind of like. It was kind of Bradshaw and Montana's Super Bowl mark. Four Super Bowls until and Tom now Brady has just obliterated that. But I still think four has to be the benchmark because you know, seven is a, an anomaly. But do you know? Yeah, but it's the benchmark. But it's but, not. He's an anomaly, it's man. A new, it's the new benchmark. What do you mean? It's the mark now. It's, well, then, a, it's the one that everybody's chasing. So it used to be if you make two or three or four Super Bowls, you're great. Now you're going to tell me you got to win seven Super Bowls to be considered great in the NFL? Like, I mean, come you on, gotta man. Get, you got to get close. An, an anomaly, man. You got to get close. I, okay, so. I say four is still. Record, but what's the record for all-time touchdowns? What's the record for yards? 217 well, rushing, I believe, by Emmett Smith. No, one. That's I used to know these numbers. That's what I mean. I don't know. Nobody, really, nobody yeah. really knows. I do know but, the points is 38,000 and something, though. I've always known that. And mm-hmm. something, though. And something. Baseball, oh, I, you know exactly what Ted Williams hit in, in 1941. You knew exactly how many home runs Hank Aaron had. Because baseball you knew exactly is, how many baseball is all about numbers people, and stats. People, but all sports are about numbers and stats. So but baseball in particular. Baseball though. in particular. Like all, all sports are about numbers and stats. Okay, so it's now about, you're proving about, the point. So this is a big right. deal. But you you don't even know what the number is. It doesn't matter. It's a huge deal. It's a bro, the whole game is about deal. who scores the most. That it's I, it. I just I, I just I'm not really seeing much fanfare about it online. I mean, look, everyone the other night was slurping off LeBron and they're down by twenty points. But he had a Chris, forty point game. Who Chris, cares? They're down by twenty. Because so Chris, once it gets deal? closer, he's about I don't know how many points, but it's less than hundred. He's like hundred seventy. He's like hundred seventy. Once away, it gets right? to that 50, 60 range, there will be media coverage everywhere. It's I a huge know, deal. Kareem Abdul Jabbar did this in I believe nineteen eighty nine. He retired, and so there hasn't been a guy that's come along since that long ago. That's over thirty four years ago. That's it's a huge, huge deal it's to have deal. that longevity and score that many points. It's something that'll probably won't happen again for another 30 or 40 years if we have another guy that can play 20 years like Kareem and LeBron have done and been so consistent their entire career. Is this only because he's on the Lakers? What do you mean? What do you mean? If he played for the Magic, would, would anybody care? Is yes, his name absolutely. still LeBron James? Yes. LeBron James could be playing for anybody. Know. You know, you How claim that you yeah, don't, don't have don't a problem this. with LeBron, but like every time it seems like you do, you're on that LeBron hate a little bit. I'm which, not on the LeBron hate. You I'm, on, are, I'm bro. on everyone slurping LeBron. Because, Chris, you've never seen anything like this before. In the history of basketball, which is all of our first or second favorite sport, you've never seen this. You've seen Kevin Willis go and play 20 years. Great. Kevin Willis was averaging six points a game. You've never seen a man at 38 years old in his 20th year in the league with all the expectations. But they're not winning that anything. But we're talking but about the scoring. Won. Yeah, he's won championships. He's won. And we're he's talking done about stuff the that no one's ever done. Ever. Nine straight finals. You're talking a guy at 38. He's still Adam. What's he averaging? 28 a game? 27 a game? Something like, like that. It's it's ridiculous what this guy's doing. And I got to be honest, like but they're not winning. Okay. Yeah, but the team the, has uh, been the, injured. Anthony Davis has missed half the year. You have to give him the whole. He can season. only do what he can yeah. do. It's not like they're losing and he's averaging sixteen. Mans is going out there putting almost thirty a night in there. He's, he's trying do- to get the record. Or because that's what he's done he's his entire life. By Chris. the way, he's averaging twenty nine point nine. He's averaging thirty points a game right what, now. So what are we saying now? He's all Seven of a sudden assists. just getting like 
generous fake buckets? No, like, I'm just no. saying it's just like it just feels like stat padding for the record. No, oh, come, come on, on come bro. On, you bro. don't believe you come on, be serious. You can't believe that. You cannot believe He's that. He's doing everything that he can to help that team win. It's not his fault that they're injured and his supporting cast isn't that great. He's having it is his it, having, is, it is his fault the supporting cast isn't that great. He's the GM. He's picking the players. Okay, so then you say this. You won't put LeBron in the Hall of Fame as GM. Fine. If that's okay, the worst thing you you're going to say about him, like, come on, man. Not this guy, he's not having this guy a historically year. great season. He's averaging 30 points, 7 assists, and 8.5 rebounds a game. That's historically great. I just great. don't think the NBA's scoring record is like, on par with Aaron's home run mark or any of that stuff. Well, well, you probably would have said that this? too until Barry Bonds got close to it because no one had been close. Yeah, but to everyone him. discounted Bonds from the get go because we knew he was on steroids. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, it's still like it was still a big deal once he got close. Like and no one had this? been close last last year. The NBA and the media made a huge deal of Steph Curry getting the all time three point record. That was weird and. This to me, the scoring record is way more important. Is that, way I, that I do agree with you. And the, so the Steph three point thing last year was weird, just because everybody likes him. No, because the three pointer has revolutionized and changed the game. It's of basketball. definitely it's definitely something cool and and unique that happened. But to have the all time scoring all record think of about every that. NBA player, Come that is on. a huge deal. You scored more points than anyone in the history of basketball. We're talking Michael Jordan. We're talking Jerry West. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, Julius Irving. Is it just because he played a long time? Like, isn't points <laughs> per game more impressive? Okay, well, guess what? His point per game average probably is about 27 too. It's not so, the most all time. No, that would probably be Wilt Chamberlain, who is another anomaly. Well, here, well here's, the, here's, here's what I believe. I don't think LeBron is the greatest scorer of all time, but he still can be the guy who has the most points of all Adam, time. You hit the nail on the head. That's the thing. Remember when LeBron came into the league? He wasn't a scorer. No one ever thought he was going to be a scorer. He was a he was mad. Everyone went to co compare him to Mike, and most people in the know said, no, 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 this guy's more magic than he is Michael. And you took a guy who wasn't like Kevin Durant, you think pure bucket getter. Mm -hmm. You don't think that about LeBron. So the fact that LeBron is scoring at this clip when he technically isn't a scorer, which he is a scorer, but you know what I'm saying. But in Adam, terms like, of like pure scorers, I think of Kobe, I think of Michael, I think of Durant as all better scorers than LeBron. But LeBron will still have the record. And we shouldn't discount the longevity, Chris. I understand what you're saying that, yeah, of course he has more points because he's played longer. But we have to give him credit for keeping his body in that incredible shape for 20 years. And yeah. and that level of commitment is incredibly hard. Obviously, I think Michael Jordan is the best player of all time. And he took care of his body also. But it, he didn't play the amount of years that LeBron played. It wasn't even close. No. So as part of the argument for LeBron, you have to say the longevity. Because it's harder to play that many more years than Jordan did. And this is coming from me, a Michael Jordan. Yeah, I guess fan. when you add in the playoffs too, LeBron by the way, a lot of basketball. that's the thing too, Chris. Remember, we got to a point where we said LeBron has actually played six extra seasons or right. seven extra seasons, uh, just Olympics, Olympics, uh, nine straight, playoffs, eight straight final. Right. Like so, a lot of games. The, the wear and tear that this man has put on his body, the fact that uh, it, it's special, man, it really is. And uh, you know, the thing is, like, I fall in the middle. Like, I like LeBron, I really do, but I'm not one of these. Like LeBron stands, as people call him. And I'm not also like not a LeBron hater. So I can sit back and just look objectively. And I can tell you that the LeBron haters, right, 
always love to go on Twitter and talk about the LeBron blank riders and whatever, but <laughs> the LeBron haters to me are far worse than the dudes who sweat LeBron. Really? Because as a hater, now it's like back in the day when Tyra Banks or Cindy Crawford, people used to go, oh, well, uh, Tyra Banks has a big forehead and uh, Cindy Crawford has a mole. Like, you're really digging, dog. You're really digging hard. To, like, to and come up with something. Wife, man. Yeah, on. like, to come up with something bad about LeBron, you really got to, like, dig hard and try to find something yeah, wrong. Said, like, said, you got to try for that, man. I said something dumb like that once about Jessica Alba. I was like, uh, at, like, her peak, I was like, oh, I don't like her knees. You know what I mean? So, to me, that's... My buddy looked at me like, what did you just say? I was like, I don't know. So, to me, that's how it is with LeBron. If you're if you're trashing LeBron, it's like, man, you're looking really hard to come up with something. Like, we've said this before on the show, and I'll just take myself as an example for 20-plus years, the number one Laker hater in this city. I had greatness in the form of Kobe Bryant staring at me every year for 20 years, and I chose to be on a hate the Lakers train instead of going, wow, man, I love basketball, and this dude is really special, and I didn't really appreciate it. So when it came to LeBron, I told myself, and I've said this before, I'm yeah, always yeah. going to take my personal thoughts about whatever team he's on. Like, I had no problem until he came to the Lakers, and then I did have a little bit of, you know, <laughs> falling that hate train. But what the guy does, it, it is amazing. I'll never say he's the greatest player ever because I still think that's Mike, but you got to say he he's something. I got to find the right description because he is, if he, he's not 1A, he's 1B, you know, or, you know, you could even say 1C because a lot of people think Kareem should be up there. Yeah, Kareem doesn't get it's, enough love. He does not get enough no. love for what he does. But, yeah, man, you got to give it up to LeBron, bro. Right, like, he also has played 1,400 games. LeBron? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, That's a lot. <laughs> He's just, it's special, man. And I tell you what, the league is definitely not going to be as good when LeBron's gone. That's just a fact. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's Tom Brady's going to quit one day, and is the NFL going to be as good without Tom Brady? Yeah, it's going to be great. There's because guess what? It's like kind of like golf. You know, golf had the had Tiger Woods came. Has golf been as good since Tiger's kind of not been in the mix as much? I would say nope. the talent is better than when Tiger played. Do you enjoy it as much? I do. I still enjoy golf because there's still the young guy, kind of like Tiger's sons. You know, all these guys who grew up loving and mm. watching Tiger. Um, they're but now amazing. And Master, the level Master of Sunday, when you sit down, do you feel the same amount of like uh, Tigers playing or different. watching Roy or one of these other guys? I understand what your point is, but but the thing that NBA playoffs last year were awesome, right? Mm -hmm. LeBron wasn't in it. Yeah, it was and, we and you know what? We, we noticed it every step of the way. But it was LeBron, still a fun final. LeBron being fun part game. of the conversation is great because he is divisive. And so, like you said, you have the haters and you have the super fans of his, and that does make the NBA more interesting. It just does when yeah. there's more people that care about one specific player. To me, he's always been more unlikable than Jordan. Obviously, Michael Jordan was universally loved except for like Knicks fans and, <laughs> and Cavs fans and Pacers fans and stuff like that. Yeah. But Le LeBron has overall received way more hate than MJ ever did. Uh, yeah, unnecessarily. And whatever. Yeah, whatever you think. Uh, probably unnecessarily. Um, obviously, the decision. Well, Adam, let me ask you, what has he done to garner the hatred what just be really good at basketball Listen, i'm not a hater against lebron i'm bitter that he didn't join the bulls in 2010 <laughs> and i've always been bitter about that i understand because that. we could have had a dynasty i'm bitter about that the hate looking in in retrospect doesn't make sense but at the time it made sense about the decision 
I the still think the that's weird. The decision, me, not only the decision, but the the joining of a super team. The super team was never really done before. You could kind of say that the Lakers of Carl Malone and Gary Payton joining Kobe and Shaq tried, that kind of, right. that failed. But the real first super team that set the trend for the was next the few years. No, but that was a trade. That wasn't free agency. No, that was different. We're talking Still about low. free agents specifically planning yeah, to, to play, join to together on other. one specific team yeah. with him and Chris Bosh deciding to join the Heat. And so, to me, a lot of people got angry with that. And they're like, oh, these guys are just going to join up and just dominate, and it's not fair anymore. Well, also, and the they, Warriors they, they kinda had that. A, they kind of had a parade before they'd ever played a game and was like, oh, we're going to win seven times. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, and they've kind of became the villains of the league, which I think is awesome. Like, You love the villains. I love villains. Sports really need villains. Like, We kind of need someone to rally around to hate, and it's it's kind of fun. I don't know if that's totally necessary, but I see your point. I think it's kind of – I mean, in a weird way, it's necessary. The, the thing about the, the Warriors is that they were just too likable. And now that Draymond has kind of, you know, turned himself into a big heel, like <laughs> yeah. it's kind of gone the other way. But, you know, uh, Kevin Durant joining the Warriors kind of gave everyone a, a team to kind of boo. Yeah, boo and kind of rally around and, and kind of hate and, and want to see him fail in, in a weird way. But, yeah, no, I know. I see what you're saying. Like, you know, and then LeBron going to the Lakers. Like, the only people who like Lakers fans are people who live, live here. Like, the Lakers are kind of, they're like the Yankees. And, you know, nobody really likes them except – the people who live in their area. And so it's like, oh, he joined the Lakers? Ugh, boo that man, you know? So, whatever. And I don't agree, but a lot of people say that LeBron complains constantly. No, and he complete he does, he really, does, really but, but he does complain a lot, but not to the point where I don't where I think he deserves that much hate for it. True. But. And and like I've said before, you go back and you look at all the greats, man. Uh, Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant collectively never committed a foul if you mm-hmm. were to watch them. Luca is the ex- Luca by the way is mm-hmm. far more demonstrative about a call than LeBron. Is, I agree with period. you. Like Luca, like goes off and every time. I will time. say that was one thing about Tatum that really frustrated me the last few years. It's just like get back on defense, okay? You didn't get the call. It's disrespectful. Like you're, an, go, elite, yeah. you're an elite player. I know you. You deserve the call there. You didn't get it. Get your ass back yeah. on defense and like make a stop. Like, and he's kind of, you know, kind of curtailed that a little bit this season, which is nice to see. But you know, hey, look, LeBron is fifth all time points per game. Uh, Jordan and Wilt are one and two. Can you name three and four? Uh, yeah, Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Uh, Kevin Durant. Jerry 27. West. Twenty-seven point four. Kevin Durant. Twenty-seven point three. LeBron. Twenty-seven point two. Jerry West. Twenty-seven point zero. And then TJ's favorite, Allen Iverson. Twenty-six. I'm the truth, like AI. Let me tell you something. If Allen Iverson was six feet three inches, the the whole history of the Earth would have been a different story. All right. The whole guys, history of the Earth. You're lucky Allen Iverson was only five eleven and a half. Okay, that, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, real quick, TJ, uh, where you were in the, you were not in the building for Clippers Lakers, but you did go to Clippers Sixers. I right? went to Clippers Sixers. I had to, I have, I have to be in the building every year for that one. Um, and then, it, what did you think of the Clippers Lakers? Nice beat down the other night. It's, you know, it, it's almost to the point now where it's just like, okay, like, uh, do we have to do this? I gotta be honest with you. At some <laughs> point, I want, uh, I'm kind of hoping the Lakers win at least a game. It's like. <laughs> After a while, you just keep beating them up and beating them up and beating them up. It's not fun anymore. It's 10 in a row. We run L.A. It's just not fun. You know, I mean, by the way, we don't run L.A. The other day, Smith just goes, remind, ask TJ when the parade was for the regular season win. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Oh, something real quick. We were talking about this the other day, and we'll wrap up on this. Uh, 
some uh, teams that win championships that you'd be most surprised by. Oh yeah, that was. So yeah. let's so let's stick to the NBA here. Which team, if they won an NBA championship in the next couple of years, would surprise you the most? Just any team in general. Yeah. Just like oh man, that team won a title. Like what would what would shock you, NBA wise? Because we were talking about this with other sports. I'll tell you, I, I it'll be the Clippers for me. Just a team that's always been always something, cursed always cursed. Bit. They've always stunk. So, and somebody then gets hurt in the playoffs. When you think they're good, right. then uh, the hamstring goes and the finger breaks mm-hmm. and the quad pops, you know, or the ACL gets destroyed on a dunk uh, when you obliterate another human being in midair, which was happening to Kawhi. You know, there's always something with these Clippers. I, and I've gone over this. This curse is real. I believe it. I I hope someone is able to pull the pin out of the voodoo doll's head at some point, but. Yeah, that would be a team. If the think about it, the Los Angeles Clippers winning an NBA title. Be wild. That's what we were talking because we, we were talking about the NFL, Adam, and we were like, man, the Saints winning that Super Bowl in '09 was like, dude, anybody can win a Super Bowl. I've got a team because I didn't think they would ever win. And then we yeah. were kind of talking about, man, that's kind of like the Chargers now or the yeah. Lions. Like if they ever won a Super or the Vikings. To me, it's it's the Phoenix Suns. Oh, and they're a team that made the finals a couple years ago. But imagine if the Suns won the championship. They were up 2-0 against yeah, Milwaukee. They were right there. But imagine a couple years later. Now, if the Phoenix Suns I don't won want to interrupt. Ch- I don't think that's so weird because, remember, Phoenix has always been pretty good. Yeah, but they're that team that, at least to me, they're the team that can never get it over the top. They can never be the number one team. They were close. But especially two years later now, Chris Paul's way older. Devin Booker's been dealing with some injuries. If that team won the championship, I would be like, wow, like I get you. that's okay. that's surprising. They beat Milwaukee or they beat yeah. Boston. I just I think they're a good team and they can make a playoff run, but they're to, to me one of those teams that will never get over the hump and win the championship. Yeah, I think for me it's kind of the Knicks in that sense. Like the Knicks winning a championship I, would absolutely blow my mind. Like I, I they always find a way to blow it. They're 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 firing they're hiring the wrong coach they're making the wrong draft pick they sign the wrong free agent they think this person's <laughs> coming and then and then like what oh they go to Brooklyn instead they're like <laughs> in your face it's just like Psych. if the Knicks the Knicks just can't get it out of the way like crappy ownership like if they ever won a title I would be absolutely stunned sorry to say ben i thought Lyons. we were i thought we were talking more about contenders though i didn't realize we we're like going to the, like the bottom no, i'm just talking about like if any barrel. team like won a championship like who would even just in your lifetime you would be shocked okay maybe not the suns necessarily then i'd probably go with what you said the knicks because until they get rid of that owner the suns just got a new owner who's supposed to be awesome the suns new owner i don't know if you guys know he played on the final four team of Michigan State yeah. when they had Mateen Cleaves yes, and Mo Yes, I, I heard that. Yeah, and so you have that. a guy that's young. He's in his 40s. Yeah. He's a billionaire. He yeah. loves basketball. And he knows the game. He's what probably, what, the, maybe the, one of the only owners that's actually played in Division One basketball. So it might be, yeah. So scratch that, actually. I, if you're talking long-term, just bottom-of-the-barrel teams, I agree with We're you. We're talking historical. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, just like if they won a title, like, you know, you just think about it, you're like, oh, man, if the – and they haven't won since what seventy three, I believe, or seventy two. It's yeah, it's accurate, bro. And the Knicks, I love. I love watching the Knicks when they're good. That rivalry the Bulls had when I was a young kid with the Knicks in the nineteen nineties was so fun to watch. That Madison Square Garden crowd, they rock like no other crowd does yeah. in the playoffs. 
That that stadium is so fun to, to be around and, and just thing, watch like, on TV. Remember how everyone went ape shit a couple years ago? They won a playoff mm-hmm. game at home and like people celebrated like it was a championship. Yeah, give Spike Lee his last. You know, give Man, him. F that guy. I got beat. <laughs> hey, watch your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watch your mouth. It's because it's because Spike moded you on Twitter once. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're actually coming up on the anniversary. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. But real quick, um, be remiss if we didn't mention uh, today's the anniversary oh, of uh, Kobe and Gigi and the rest of everyone on the helicopter flights passing. Uh, three years, guys. It's been three years. Can you uh, believe it? I'll never forget that day as long as I live. Um, it was the kind of the moment that kind of changed everything uh, in the last three years. I, I feel like, TJ, we talked about that. We watched uh, the, the Lakers-Sixers game the night before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and just and to jump Kobe, in there. And Kobe passed LeBron on the all-time. Uh, LeBron the passed Kobe, Kobe on the yeah. all-time scoring list that night. And you and I watched that game, and mark. all we did that whole game was talk about Kobe, man. We talked cool. about, like, yeah. you think Kobe's cool with this? You think Kobe would be, yeah. like, in the and, next day, like you said. His, one of his last tweets was, like, congratulating that LeBron. That was his last tweet, I believe, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And then, uh, and then the next day, you know, everything changed forever. And it's one of those things that, you know, you you will remember where you were yeah. forever and ever. And, like, Chris Brockman, if you and I, for whatever reason, we never see each other past 110 a day, I'll still, 20 years from now, go, oh, yeah, Chris Brockman. I was with him the day Kobe died because you got the phone call while we were walking. We were in Miami going to pick up Super Bowl credentials. You got the phone call. I remember you stopping short in the middle of the street going, what, what, what? What? And it was just app and then you said those words, bro. And you're right. That started just that started twenty twenty in its downward spiral because that happened and then two months later COVID happened and things just ain't been the same since. So and it's so crazy like like we woke up today and normally I've worn the Kobe jersey the last couple of years and uh I completely forgot. I like, forgot. Totally, I thought it was yesterday. As it a totally slipped my mind that it was today, and uh, I kind of like feel bad that I that I missed it. That I just like it didn't, I didn't wake up, and that wasn't the first thing I thought of. And uh, in a weird way, I, f- I feel bad about that. But yeah, everything changed that day, Adam. And it's um, it's weird. I still just seeing people post clips today. Uh, someone posted a, a clip of him on Kimmel. Um, and it's just... Uh, he was so young, 41. Uh, 41 yeah. years old, still had his whole life ahead of him. Granted, he has a legacy that will last forever. Yeah. Uh, just with how he inspired people and inspired the next generation of NBA players, you look at NBA games on a daily basis, there's always players wearing his shoes. Yep. Yeah. So that's a, it's a huge legacy, just even his shoes, that carries his memory. Um he was worldwide, man. He was. He oh was yeah, worldwide, in Asia. Man. In Asia, he was the most popular player. Yeah, and the, just a whole like Mamba mentality. Mamba, you know, Jason, Jason Tatum loves and, Kobe Bryant, and, 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 and what he did also for women's sports. Yeah. He, you know, him mm-hmm. being a girl dad, him being really. It would have been amazing to see how he would have pushed women's sports because I, one thing we've I know we've discussed maybe not on this show is. Whenever women's basketball gets brought up on Twitter, you're going to ultimately always see these jerk-off kids who write these, oh, make a sandwich or go back in the kitchen. And I'm here to tell they you, don't dunk, not, it's not, not one male who yeah. plays basketball, who's good at basketball, will ever knock a female. Because you know, like I grew up, Altoona High, like my, my high school for as little 
as we were in the little town I'm from, we're at two-time USA Today national championships, Altoona Lady Lines. Like, right yeah, up. My high school, my mm-hmm. high school, I went to Stevenson High School in Lincolnshire, Illinois. We had the catch, the catching sisters, Tanya and oh, Tamika. Tanya and Tamika. Okay. I mean, come on. So catchings, I, yeah. I remember watching them when I was a kid, and I was like, I was, I was in awe of them. Yeah, man. And so, like, when, when you just see, like these goofy guys who who write these stuff about these female ballers, trust me, like, unless you're really, really, really super dope, any one of these girls is going to eat you up. <laughs> like, so. It just would be interesting to see how he could help change the perception and hopefully the way some of these knucklehead kids look at the women's game. And, you know, Kobe was at the forefront of that, man. And just but one thing I want to do, because I think I did it last year, because, you know, I, I was in a situation where I had a lot of friends who were, you know, famous. And one of our biggest fears was to say something were to happen. And it would always be like this guy passed and friend. And I never wanted to be the friend. So what I always like to do is I just always like to remember those who were in that wreck with him. And that was Kobe. That was Gigi. That was John Altabelli. That was his wife, Carrie, their daughter, Alyssa. Think about that, man. That's awful. Uh, yeah. Peyton Chester, her mom, Sarah, basketball coach, Christina Mauser in the pilot era, Zobayan. So we want to say rest in peace uh, and Absolutely. rest of love to those souls that we lost, man. Just. And it's truly tragic. A thing I've seen that's that's beautiful on Instagram is it seems that Paul Gasol has kind of taken the father-like role to Kobe's kids. Yeah, like a big godfather. Yeah, yeah. They, they've posted a lot of pictures of him with them, uh, making sure they're okay. And and I know him and Rob Palenka, they're very close with yeah. Kobe's family. And so they've kind of taken that, you know, like you said, the godfather like type role. Sabrina's always down there, like, hanging out yeah, with them. Yeah, who just so got engaged, cool to too, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to her. Awesome. So uh, that's how we're going to end today's show, this week's show. Thank you guys for listening and watching. TJ Adam, thank you guys. I love you guys. And uh, RIP to the great Kobe Bryant. All right. Peace.